0: season with us new cards
1: welcome to the latest episode of spoiler season brought to you by flipside gaming flipsidegaming.com and new england comics uh, at nec coolidge on facebook so uh we're gonna jump right in katie are you ready
0: oh yeah i'm welcome ready.
1: back by the way after you know doing a, a class yesterday
0: no I, I was here yesterday man with brian
1: oh, oh yeah that was two days ago cool 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 all
0: right i see you really appreciated my input
1: oh yeah very much very much (laughs) couldn't do it without you so uh the first card that we're going to review was actually spoiled last night at like midnight uh called floodwaters katie take it away
0: this is blue blue four for a sorcery return up to two target creatures to their owner's hand and it has cycling for two generic terrabad
1: terrabad (laughs) that's terrible it's yeah. like, it's in limited, like, it'll sometimes be fine. Like, sometimes we'll be able to use this to, like, bounce two big threats or something. Um, and, like, cycling... Ugh, I mean, look, saying that cycling makes the card better is, as we established yesterday, a trivial statement to me.
0: Right, it's true anywhere, and this card is just, like, not
1: really good. Yeah. Um, but, 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 I, but, okay, yeah. Okay, I was gonna say, like, obviously not constructed, but in limited, yeah. I, I might play this as a one of a top-end of a, of a blue deck.
0: Yeah, I mean, because one thing I was thinking about is blue. One of the main things in limited is it usually has flyers, and that's usually how you win. But their flyers are very small, so this could be a way to bounce their spider and then get through for the final damage.
1: Yeah, but I'm not excited about this, and I would definitely not run more than one.
0: Yeah, do not take it highly. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, Next up we have, uh, let's cover our two graveyard hate cards together.
0: Oh, yeah. So really important because Emrakul's around. I mean, oh yes. wait, that card was banned. All right, yes. well, so,
1: anyways, we have don't, these don't, cards. Don't tell man. I don't oh. think he knows Emberpool is banned. He's not ready to leave. No, he's still Emmerical like, side. he's still like, guys, guys, look, I built an Emberpool deck in Modern, and I'm like, oh, that's 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 really wonderful, man. Have fun. Oh, have that fun.
0: that's fine in Modern
1: though. Yeah, but then he's like, oh, and I'm putting it in my Standard deck, and I was like, no, 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 you don't put it in Standard. No. <laughs> so, uh, what's our what's our graveyard hate, Kate? We have yeah, that watcher- rhymed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Watchers of the Dead. This is two for two-two. You'd think it was a bear, but it's a cat.
1: Artifact creature.
0: Artifact creature, yes. Um, exile it, and each opponent chooses two cards from his or her graveyard and exiles the rest.
1: And uh, the other graveyard hate card we have is Scarab Feast. Uh, you know, we talked a lot about scarabs here on Spoiler Season big fans our our viewers are big fans of scarabs we've established uh so scarab uh, feast is black instant exile up to three target cards from a single graveyard and it does have cycling for a single black
0: yeah so these cards are kind of the inverse of each other right because watchers of the dead lets your opponent and yourself choose which cards to keep and you only keep two whereas the other one selects um just three to remove so they're sort of one leaves most of the graveyard, but it's targeted. The other, you know, only keeps two cards, but your opponent gets to select what those cards are. So if you want to get rid of, say, a Scrap Heap Scrounger, Watchers of the Dead is going to be really bad at that because your opponent's just going to choose their Scrap Heap Scrounger and another creature to exile and let the rest of their cards go.
1: Right. So Watchers of the Dead is really good in limited, I think, because it is two mana for 2-2, which is fine. It's a bear. Uh, and the raid is fine. And you can play it in any deck, which I think is really nice. Um, and additionally, uh, it will oftentimes uh, be able to Hose uh, Embalm, um, but not always, right? Because you can kind of run into the Lingering Souls problem where you have washers of the Dead and you're like, Ooh, I can't wait to get rid of one of my opponent's zombies, mummy things. And then uh, they play their Embalm threat, it dies, and if they have mana up to Embalm it right away, um, there's no window for you to actually get rid of the embalm card from the graveyard.
0: Yeah. Um, the other thing this hoses is uh, the aftermath cards, right? Yep. I mean, usually you, you don't want to play those unless you think the front side is good enough to play sort of on its own with a little bit of upside, but um, that's certainly another good threat to hit in Limited.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely. And, you know, a lot of the embalm backsides that we saw were uh, sorcery speed.
0: Aftermath. Oh.
1: Oh, so I'm sorry, yeah, Aftermath. Aftermath was a uh, sorcery speed. Right, so um, they like can't Mom respond by... But... Yeah, so they can't really like, respond by doing that. Um, yeah, so it's a, it's a nice card to have access to, um, and I think that uh, most people will not be playing um, the Aftermath cards both sides at the same time, um, right. which means that you'll be able to, if you need to really get rid of one, be able to do it. Yeah. Uh, for stan- for Standard, though, I like Scarab Feast much, much better.
0: Yeah, the targeted exile is is really exciting, and this really, I mean, we keep bringing up scrap heap scrounger, but it's such a menace, and it doesn't even have menace, but it's it can be such a menace in standard. It's a real problem for, um, you know, control decks, or it just it gives decks so much value and staying power that this this creature doesn't really die. Yeah,
1: well, and so, the the issue that I have is like I think that if scrap heap scrounger was the only problem. I probably wouldn't run Scarab Feast in my sideboard because we already have really good answers for Scrap Heap that are actually good against other things as well, right? You have Natural Obsolescence, we have Incendiary Flow. Flying um,
0: Tendril saw a little bit of play.
1: Yeah, it's not a great card though. <laughs> um, I like Scarab Feast though because it actually hits, it's just so flexible, right? So it hits Aftermath cards, it hits Embalm cards, which who knows, we'll have to see how relevant those are in standard. Right. Um, but it, it hits Scrap Heap Scrambler, it hits Torrential Gear Hulk. Um, it allows you to remove card types if in response to them casting a Delirium Threat. So let's say they cast Ishkana, you can respond, and Scarab Feast away uh, their Artifact Reach, their Walking blister, right? Now they don't have Delirium, they just pay 5 mana for a 3-5 <laughs> with Reach. Uh, and additionally, it has Cycling. And, you know, if we're going to stick Cycling on a card, I really like seeing it on a pretty narrow uh, sideboard card that... Y- you know, if you don't need it, like, you get to just cycle it away, which is a great thing for a sideboard card to, to be able to do.
0: Yeah. All right. So I think next we're going to talk about, we today we got the rest of the Trials and their uh, companion cartouches.
1: Yeah. Do you want to do the Trials together and the cartouches together? Yeah. So our first Trial is White. Uh, the White Trial is Trial of Solidarity. Uh, it is White 2 enchantment. Uh, and the way that these are structured is they're all enchantments. They have ETBs. And then they return to your hand uh, if you uh, have a cartouche enter the battlefield. So the white one uh, has the ETB. uh, So it's white 2. ETB creatures you control get plus 2, plus 1, and gain vigilance until end of turn. And uh, it bounces when you cast a cartouche. What do you think of this one?
0: Uh, I mean, so this continues to go with the theme that white we think might be a go-wide strategy. You're embalming. You're getting lots of tokens. um, And it certainly supports that. I think in limited, this is a lot. Yeah, this is, really, this is, like,
1: pretty good and Limited. Um, In, yeah. it's, in Constructed, it's not.
0: Yeah, it, it's...
1: Like, I just mean, play it, Always Watching. <laughs>
0: yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. It's a little bit of a bummer that this can't be, like, a surprise pump.
1: Yeah. But... I think the repeatability, though, helps make up for that.
0: Definitely. And 3 is a... Totally reasonable rate yeah.
1: for this. Uh, being able to go like three pump swing, make your opponent make some bad blocks, right? And oftentimes when you have a, an effect like this, like rush of battle from Cons, right? If you can weather that one turn, oftentimes they're kind of out of gas and like maybe you can recover. But the ability to go, I'm going to pump everything, give it vigilance and block on the way back. And then I'm going to return this to my hand and do it again a couple turns later is pretty good
0: yeah I think it's really relevant for limited all of the trials are at uncommon rarity yeah but all the cartouches are at common so it's right. very very likely that you'll have at least one cartouche in a sealed pool and yeah, that, in a draft you'll see some spinning around so yeah. yeah the the ability to recur these is real
1: next we have uh, a trial of ambition which is the black trial and it has the ETB of target opponent sacrifices a creature so and this is black one black one um, I like it it's uh, been Where? a while since we had an Edict effect in Standard. Um, mm. So for two mana, right, we currently have Oath of Liliana and we have To the Slaughter, yep. um, and I think it's nice to have this at, on turn two. Oftentimes this will just be a removal spell uh, and we'll, I think what will make or break this is the shell. Uh, we have to see if, so like Oath of Liliana, I would play over this if it's going to be in a deck with Planeswalkers, because I think that the two-two zombies are much more relevant than the, uh, you know, a t- casting this a turn earlier. Uh, and I think that if you can reliably get Delirium, the instant speed and the ability to hit Planeswalkers is so good on to the Slaughter. You yeah, to the, to the Slaughter is so, yeah.
0: so good when it's good.
1: But I think in the absence of any of those things that we just said, uh, I would play a Trial of Ambition because it's cheaper. Um, and then if there's a deck that plays cartouches, then it gets it gets even better. And in Limited, I really like this.
0: I'm going to disagree. In Limited, I feel like, you know, we saw the, the Scarab Nest or whatever. I feel like there's so many things that we're starting to see that generate tokens. And this is just, they're going to just sack their, you know, like 1-1, one, one, whatever.
1: You were just talking about how easy the cartouches are going to be to pick up. So if I'm able to cast this for two mana and then return it to my hand and do this like meh, twice, maybe three times, like twice, this is a, this is two for one removal. This is awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, the recursion is and like, really yeah, it's going to pick
1: off their worst thing. Um, but sometimes that, that does, does something.
0: Yeah. I, I am definitely though more excited about this than standard. I'm just very skeptical because I, I played to the swatter and I thought To he, the Swatter? Yes, to is the Is that when swatter. you brought
1: your, your flies? You brought them to the Swatter? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <he's... laughs> how many how many did you do you Only spot one any, at a time. Any scarabs you swat away? There were no scarabs. No scarabs there to yeah. swat. Oh, that's too bad. Um
0: but I, I think the instant speed was really key.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So I you know, this is one fewer mana, but you have to Play it on your turn, and I, just, you know, you're not usually playing to the slaughter in turn two, they don't usually have a threat that you really want them to sacrifice at that point.
1: On turn two, if I'm, a, I mean, so this is to the slaughter, I think, was played a lot in not in control decks, right? It's played in like mid range decks that had controlling elements. This would be played like in a control deck because this is going to be black one for a removal spell because you're going to be keeping the board under control. So if you're playing this oh, yeah. on curve, if you're playing this on curve, this is two mana for. Um, just like kill their winding constructor, kill their toolcraft exemplar, okay. kill their whatever. That looks
0: much much better. Cause I was thinking of it much more in like a mid range shell. and
1: yeah, that, I think you said better not... stuff in right. mid range shell. Yeah, um, yeah. But even even so, like this is still sorcery speed. It's still two mana, and the upside of being able to bounce it uh, hinges on cartouches. Which if we only have the common, if the cartouches are the only ones, and it looks like they are, yeah. Uh, then and we'll go through them and see which ones we think are playable but it doesn't look like we're going to really want those in this in control deck in standard no. that would have Trial of Ambition. No. So, yeah, I don't, I don't actually think Trial of Ambition will see a ton of standard play, um, but it's it's a possibility, and we have to see as well, because coming up in, in a couple of months, Grasp of Darkness will be rotating, <gasps> so, yeah.
0: Grasp is so good. Yeah. Uh,
1: so Ooh, Grasp of Darkness gosh. rotates, and if there's a vacuum of two mana removal in black, then this could step in, even mm-hmm. at sorcery speed. What's the next trial, Katie? All
0: right, our next trial is Trial of Zeal. This is red two. When it enters the battlefield, it deals three damage to target creature or player, and again, can return to your hand when you play a cartouche.
1: Okay. This is, I'm going to make an exception for this one. We're going to read Cartouche of Zeal as well. Uh, this is red uh, enchantment aura cartouche. Enchantment creature you control. When Cartouche of Zeal enters the battlefield, target creature can't block this turn. enchanted creature gets plus and plus one and has haste. This is the exception where I think that these two cards will see play in the same deck.
0: Yes. What?
1: Oh my gosh! You're I'm really up excited
0: about these. I saw these and I, I I feel like they can see standard play and I think they're really exciting cards. What deck
1: are they seeing playing, Katie?
0: Uh, the mono red aggro deck. That's right. We're
1: seeing more and more pieces. The ability to go. I mean, oh my gosh! Like trial of zeal will either remove a creature or hit them for three, and then yeah. it does it again. Uh, and like. Cartouche of Zeal, people might be tempted to look at and say that, you know, it has the aura problem, it's it's not good enough. Uh, it's going to lead to you getting two for one. But if you think back to the previous standard, Hammerhand uh, did something very similar and saw play, right? What's, what's Hammerhand? Hammerhand made, again, <laughs> you it's like an aura that gave a small pump and made a creature not able to block. Yeah. So if you are low enough to the ground, I think it becomes worth it to go for a Cartouche of Zeal. Um, and... You get through for a turn, you give it something haste, and uh, then you get to bounce this trial and play it again. Uh, note the two: the trials are not legendary, which means that uh, you can have multiples. You could play two trials, cast a cartouche, bounce them both to your hand, and your opponent's probably dead in the next two turns.
0: Yeah, I, I think this combination is really threatening. Um, I have to admit, when I first saw that the trial is more expensive than the cartouche, I was skeptical because I was thinking, you know, the the cartouche you're probably going to play earlier. You're going to get through really early with a small creature because that's probably when that's best is being really aggressive. And then I'm like, well, the trial comes down afterwards and three for three damage, even though it's flexible to the face or on a creature, that's good. But like three for three is not the best rate we've seen in standard But the repeatability because you'll probably run multiple cartouches of zeal so you just draw another one you play it later if it's it helps cartouches you'll
1: not be a terrible dead draw in the late game as well
0: exactly um, but what I,
1: I think it's really going to come down to efficiency is like can a mono red aggro deck afford to run multiple copies of three mana three damage spells plus multiple copies of one mana enchantments yeah. uh, of auras that you know, give something. Hey, simple, 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 one, and shut down a blocker. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think that like they might want to run more creatures, and this might not be good enough, and they might just end up going with uh, more powerful threats. Like the uh, if they're gonna run an aura, I, I kind of you know rather than trying to go for the cute synergies, just run the red plus three plus three thing. Like, yeah, that's, that's really huge. Strong. Right, that cuts minus one. Yeah, minus and if one you put counter. on a menace guy, like it's so much better than Cartouche of Zeal. Yeah.
0: The, I guess the other thing about Cartouche of Zeal is it might not even nullify a blocker because if they lay down a turn two heart, you can only target creatures, and it's true. Uh, <laughs> the vehicle wakes up uh, after they're they're going to block, so you can't yeah. you can't pick that.
1: Yeah, and that'll that'll be something to think about. It's like uh, these mono red aggro decks are going to have to be fighting against Heart of Kieran, and oh. Heart of Kieran is a <laughs> two mana four <laughs> four are hard to beat for a mono red deck.
0: Well they could play heart of karen it's a colorless
1: yeah sure sure sure. they could play heart of karen um and and maybe they will but crew three is a high requirement for a mono red aggro deck that's playing you know one twos yeah um but you know so again there are more more options for mono red i don't think that these two things are going to be you know the end all be all of mono red aggro but it's it's worth testing out i think
0: yep agreed our next trial is the trial of strength this is green two When it enters the battlefield, create a 4-2 green beast creature token and returns to your hand when you play a cartouche. Yeah.
1: Um, Again, in limited, if you can get multiple cartouches, sure. 4-2 is, it's just going to basically trade for something. Yeah. It's going to be good on defense. And, like, if you have a board that's, you know, kind of open or you're in, like, a really aggro deck where you're playing the 4-mana 5-4 hasty guy and, like, there's a critical mass of high-power threats, like maybe one of them gets through, but uh, not my favorite.
0: Yeah, I agree. Gross. Wouldn't play it. <laughs> huh.
1: um, and that's it for the trials. Uh, so we're going to switch over to the cartouches. Um, so Cartouche of Ambition is black 2. Uh, it's an aura cartouche, as you might have guessed. Uh, and when it enters the battlefield, you may put a minus 1, minus 1 counter on target creature, and enchanted creature gets one plus plus 1 and has lifelink. What do you think of this one?
0: Well, I like the flexibility that the minus one, minus one counter can go on your own creature or their creature. Mm-hmm. So if you do have some of those creatures that give you benefit, that could be worthwhile. I don't know, plus one, plus one, lifelink, and a minus one for three.
1: Three mana, I think, is too much. Yeah, I it's think that expensive. like if you compare this to Subtle Strike, uh, which was yeah. black one instant speed, right. put a minus one, minus one counter, or sorry, target creature gets minus one, minus one, and you put a plus one, plus one counter on something, like, that card was... was it was like a removal spell. It was, good. Spell, yeah, was, it was, it was really spell. good in combat. This is much less good. Like, the minus one, minus one counter is a lot better than just minus one, minus one temporary. Right. But the higher cost, and uh, I, I I don't know, if, I don't think lifelink's enough to make up for it. So, you know, it's a cartouche. It'll trigger things, um, but it's yeah. not my favorite cartouche for sure.
0: Agreed. All right. Our green cartouche is cartouche of strength. This is green two.
1: This one I like. Oh, okay. Which is odd because it's green.
0: Yeah, well, why, why don't you take over?
1: Oh, I don't, I don't want to take a green card away from you.
0: All right. Well, uh, it enchants a creature that you control. Should specify. Um, and when it enters the battlefield, you may have enchanted creature fight target creature and opponent controls. And that creature, enchanted creature, gets plus one, plus one and has trample.
1: This one is good. This one I, is. I agree. Uh, so let's acknowledge first. Dramuka's command was. <sighs> like an over the top powerful card. Like that was a format warping card. It stopped you from playing enchantments or opponents from playing enchantments, right? Like No one could really play enchantments in standard. Uh, It was super versatile, Uh, instant speed, two mana, super cheap. Card was really good, okay? So we acknowledge that. Right. But uh, the most common modes that you use in Drupal's Command were plus and plus one counter and then fight, fight. right? (laughs) This is those two modes. uh, For one extra mana at sorcery speed, but also with the added benefit of the creature getting trample permanently, uh, this is a cartouche that I can get behind playing. Because this is often going to be, this is like a hunt the week for one less mana, mm-hmm. right? And we know hunt the week is, is really good and limited. So this is a three mana hunt the week that sticks around with trample. Yeah. I, I really like it. I think this is I a really I really like card. it too.
0: Even like uh, the other day we were looking at the aftermath fight, which was green three, so it was one more mana, didn't give a pump, and it just fought. Yep. So. This is like way Was that better than that. Rare, yeah. How is that? I still don't understand. I how think that's it has a to rare. Do with the
1: aftermath.
0: I wonder. Yeah,
1: I don't know no, that. that shouldn't be a rare.
0: Well, anyways, yeah, I like this card a lot. What, uh, what do you think about it for standard? Uh, maybe,
1: uh, we're, I mean, like it's 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 hard to say because if you are in green, you might like depending on what color you're sharing with. Like yeah. you're not in mono green, probably. Yeah. Maybe your mono, maybe mono green Stompy comes up. We'll have to see. <laughs> But, we'll uh, have to
0: see what the Green God looks like. Sure,
1: sure. Uh, but I, I think that there's just better options for removal, uh, because the risky thing about this... So Dramoka's Command, you could put the counter on one creature and have a different creature fight, right. so you're always getting some value out of it. The risk here is that Cartouche targets a creature and they kill it in response, and then you're getting two for one, yeah. which you really don't want to happen. Um, so I think in Standard, I'm a little bit more skeptical of it seeing play. Um, especially at three mana sorcery speed, when we have things like Grasp of Darkness, we have things like uh, Harness Lightning, um, push, push, Stasis Snare, the new four mana Exile effect. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I think this is this is in like a I, I would play this as a removal spell of choice in a deck that is wants to be aggressive and just kind of clear a blocker out of the way because my opponent's probably going to be tapped out anyways because they're trying to block. Uh, so if I'm in a, like a red green aggro deck, then maybe I go turn three. Palm a creature, kill something, swing in. Uh, but you know, not my favorite in in standard. But I do think in limited, it's it's very good. I would. Oh yeah. I I, I think it's a really pick. good comment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, our last cartouche is the cartouche of knowledge. This is very cheap. It's just blue one, enchant creature you control. When it enters the battlefield, draw a card.
1: Uh, this is my...
0: I just missed the last one. Oh, and,
1: oh there's, one, there's more. There's more. That's right. There's, there's hey, more. for me, blue one draw card. Let's go. Let's go.
0: Yeah, well, you also get plus one, plus one, and flying. That's that's pretty good. So
1: <laughs> this cartouche, uh, this is basically... We've had this card before. Um, it's... Uh, I don't remember what they're called. We've had it in blue and white, uh, where it's been an enchantment that gives it plus one and flying and draws a card when it ATVs. Uh We've had this card uh, before. So... Uh, I like this cartouche because it's basically the previous cards we've had, which are nice. They solve the aura problem. They're individually pretty weak, but flying is always relevant and limited, um, and it's nice to be able to to get through uh, whilst replacing itself. And I think the added benefit of it being a cartouche, if you have trials, uh, helps to kind of push it uh, over the top a little bit. Um, Anything, any other thoughts on that one?
0: Nope, I'm totally on board with you.
1: I think that... For the cartouches, the green is far and away the best one. Oh, I don't remember. What the, the white one just makes like a soldier, right? Yeah,
0: it makes like a 1-1 yeah, soldier.
1: So cartouche of strength is my favorite. I think uh, the blue one follows after that. The rest are... Red.
0: Red is... I, I'd say yeah, I, I'm in I'm limited. Blue, I'm the game limited. Oh, sure, uh, sure. Green is the, red is not exciting. Green one.
1: is far and away the best. Blue is second. Uh, and that blue is playable. And I think the other three I would not pick highly unless I have... Uh, like, I'm really going in for the trial synergies. Um, in limited, what do you think about trials plus cartouches on commons and commons?
0: I don't think you should try to push it too hard. I agree. Um, but there are, like we've talked about, it is a good synergy that the trials are repeatable and at least the green and blue one are very, very good in limited. Or, you know, the green one I think is very good. The, um, blue is also fine. So I think if you happen to have a trial and you're in both those colors, like make it happen, but... But I wouldn't push it. I wouldn't... If you take it... If you find a trial and you're pack one, pick one, you don't like the rare, and you're uncommon, you, ha- you have one of the trials, don't, like, force yourself into that color and, and draft all the cartouches, because I don't think it's that powerful. In the yeah.
1: Play. Really, what I would be looking to do is I think all of the trials are pretty good and limited, uh, and I would be trying to draft the trials with the green and blue cartouches. Um because I, I don't know that it's worth it going for the others. Uh, green Cartouche is just... I, I would take that card regardless. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: Even if you don't have a trial. Yeah, totally play. Yeah.
1: Uh, and I think with the others... Uh, with it with the trials, like, that's a really good reason. But you have to watch out because, like, the green card is so good that whether or not you have trials, people are going to be going for it in draft. Right. So I think that then maybe blue becomes the opportunity for you to, to try to, to synergize. Yeah. But, yeah, like... Trial, so Trial of Strength, green is meh. Trial of Zeal, really good in Limited. Trial of Ambition, fine in Limited. Trial of Solidarity, good in Limited. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm in I'm pretty happy with this cycle. I think it's a fun cycle, uh, and it will be interesting to see how these cards play out in Limited.
0: Yeah, I, I felt like we've had a lot of cycles this set. Like, we have the cartouches in the Trials, we have the Monuments, we have the Gods that are slowly being spoiled. Yeah, at
1: lower rarities, it feels like we have a decent number of cycles.
0: Yeah. I like it. It gives you, like, a nice flavor of the world.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think it adds a fun element to limited that will be cool to see during the pre-release and uh, afterward.
0: Yeah, I think also, like, flavor-wise for the colors, it's really nice to see how each color does the same sort of thing in their own unique flavor and their mechanics.
1: Sure. Um, So our next card, that we're going to move on from the Trials and Critesias. Next card is Painful Lesson. This is Black 2 Sorcery. Target player draws two cards and loses two life. stupid card like this is so uh, oh every no i want good card draw katie i want good card draw black and blue put it in one of those colors okay painful lesson right now here's what we have okay we have what cartouche of knowledge cartouche of knowledge is not card draw (laughs) if you cut that as i cannot play cartouche of knowledge in a control deck imagine how silly i would look playing that in a control deck OMG.
0: Okay, well, compared with all your card draws, it's not that okay. different. So
1: listen, we have uh, Live Fast, right? Which does the same thing as Painful Lesson, except it gives you two energy as well. We have Succumb to Temptation, which is black, black one instead of black two, but it's instant speed. We have Painful Truths, which has mm-hmm. the, you know, Converge Requirement, but draws you three cards. Right. The two only upside, the only upside of Painful Lesson is that if your opponent is at two life, you can kill them. Ah, uh, ah. I hope okay. We get a good, this is to be spell.
0: fair. This is at common, so maybe... I don't care what
1: rarity it's at. Put it <laughs> at rare, and let me draw five cards. I, I'll I will take if it said target player draws five cards and loses five life. I would play it.
0: Yeah, that, they're not printing that.
1: <laughs> well, that's that's what makes me sad. So yeah, painful lesson. Uh, it I mean it's going to rotate at the same time with um, uh, live fast. So like I, I don't imagine this will ever see play over live fast
0: cool uh what about limited do you do play card draw unlimited
1: i think card draw unlimited is a little bit weak uh, especially if it's if it's like a sorcery speed so because here's your your cards unlimited are going to be much lower impact on average than your cards in constructed right so if you're paying three mana and a card to just go up by one card and go down by two life it's often just not going to be worth it uh i like my card draw so like I think Glimmer of Genius was fine to play if you were in that mm. kind of a deck, but even Glimmer, I think, eh, it's a little, you know, it's a yeah. little, but because it lets you get four cards deep in terms of like scrying sure. um, it is nice, but yeah, I probably won't pay, play a Painful Lesson.
0: Okay. Yeah. Makes more sense to invest in like a Mana Sync. Yeah. Which I don't know if we've seen any yet for limited, but mm. we should keep an eye open. Definitely. All right. One of our most exciting cards of the day. That's and, right. And bizarre. That's um, right. Gideon of the Trials. What's he do? Well, let me tell you.
1: Tell me more, Katie. <laughs> I need to know.
0: All right, so this is white, white, one. So three cost Walker with three loyalty. Has three abilities.
1: Broken. Three mana Gideon. Next Lilian of the Veil, vale, folks. Modern is doomed.
0: All right, well, let's see what it does first. So plus one until your next turn. Prevent all damage. Target permanent would deal. Zero, until end of turn, Gideon of the Trials becomes a 4-4 human soldier creature with Indestructible that still is a Planeswalker prevent all damage that would be able to him this turn. Zero, to get the emblem, and as long as you control Gideon, a Gideon Planeswalker, you can't lose the game, and your opponent can't win the game.
1: Okay, so Katie, I want to open your eyes to an exciting possibility.
0: Okay, you tell me.
1: Okay, your, your eyes to an exciting possibility.
0: Of course.
1: Uh, we right now have Kithian of Akros at one mana. So we have a Gideon at one. Mm-hmm. Okay, at two mana, we don't have any Gideons. But oh. we, you know, we have Jace's, <coughs> but we have friend's prodigy. So you might as well play that. Okay, that'll be the non-Gideon, <laughs> but he's basically a Gideon because he's so good. Three mana, we now have Gideon of the Trials. Four mana, we have Gideon Ally, Zendikar. Five mana, we have Gideon Jura. Okay, Gideon Tribal. Here's the deck. Is what I just said. Okay. And then you run four Cavern of Souls naming Gideon, which is illegal, but you still do it.
0: Yeah, so uh, my main issue with that deck...
1: No, you play that mirror uh, artifact that makes the legend rule not apply, even oh, though that still kills say... your Gideon because it's not a Legends <laughs> of Planeswalker rule. So, But you <laughs> just do say, it and you try to trick people. All
0: out. your Gideons are named Gideons. So yeah, so
1: you can never lose the game once you emblem him. <laughs>
0: that... What a weird ultimate! First of all, you can ultimate the turn it comes down, and then his ult is you can't lose the game if you have one. Well, it's not even an ult; one. it's a
1: zero. You can churn out these emblems every turn, baby.
0: I don't, every I don't know turn. why you would do
1: that every turn. And
0: he doesn't have a minus. This is like such a—it's just a very different design from all the planeswalkers that I know.
1: Okay, so here's what I think. I think that uh, three loyalty coming down. Um, if you zero him right away, then it dies. Which zero? It doesn't matter. If you zero him right away, uh, then he's going to die to...
0: The Exerted Dragon.
1: And he's going to die to the Exerted Dragon regardless. Uh, If you zero him right away when he comes down, then he dies to um, any kind of 3-mana burn spell. So like, Sorry, 3-damage burn spell. So like Incendiary Flow um, or the new one that we were just talking about, the Trial. Um, Anything that can deal 3 damage will kill him. Uh, If you um, tick him up, he still dies to Heart of Kirin unless you target Heart of Kieran. Yeah. Right? Target but, permanent. But here's the problem, is the moment you take a turn off to not tick him up and zero him, then he dies to Heart of Kieran. Um, additionally, you tick him up to a four, or you zero him to make him a four-four, he dies to Grasp of Darkness. Oh, yeah. Uh, which, Very relevant was supposed but... to rotate. Right. Right? So, like, it's kind of weird because you can see what they're... Like, they put in a New Gideon, Ally was supposed to rotate, um, and Grasp was supposed to rotate. Um, so... It's kind of interesting to see what they thought standard was going to be and what it actually is, because they changed the rotation schedule, they banned Emrakul, they banned Copter, like a lot of different kind of odd odd things here. Yeah. Um, so
0: I hadn't even considered the four toughness is so relevant. Because I saw, I was like, all right, three mana Gideon versus four mana, he turns into a four four, and he doesn't get the added benefit of, benefit of, of plussing when he mm-hmm. does that. Um, whereas the four cost Gideon... Uh, becomes a 5/5 five five and does plus but but I didn't think the 4 versus 5 power was that big a difference yeah, until you I think it the is grass. because it also yeah. gets
1: blocked by like Ishkana it gets blocked by oh, yeah, like it, yeah. it, it,
0: it it can be yeah, yeah by
1: anything with five toughness and, and it won't die um so he, I think that like the plus 1 is very similar to Kiora the Crashing Waves plus 1 which basically like fogged a creature the problem with it is that if you don't have control of the board when you are ticking hit up the moment you do anything else, it's gonna die. Yeah. Uh, so I, I really think you probably want to play Gideon in a control deck because if you don't, he's too hard to protect. He doesn't protect himself well, um, and I feel like in it because also if you compare like his zero of being a four four and his ability to protect himself of like fogging something, compare that to Gideon Ally, which has the ability to churn out tokens to protect himself, which stay there after he you know doesn't zero, um, and then you know, becomes a 5-5, which is much more threatening. Like, Gideon is just better. And, I'm uh, sorry, Ally. Ally of Zendikar is just better. Um,
0: Gideon's better than Gideon.
1: So then you're comparing, like, okay, well, well what about the emblem ability? And this is where... I think people are struggling (laughs) to evaluate this card because anytime you see you can't lose the game and your opponents can't win the game...
0: It immediately feels broken. (laughs) Yeah, it
1: jumps out at you, right? But And especially because right now with the other Gideon in Standard, you can play this, let it die, and then play ally.
0: That's exactly what I would want to do. I wouldn't want to protect this guy. This guy's pathetic, but Gideon ally of Zendikar?
1: Well, also remember that we have planeswalker removal too. We just got the white three enchantment that exiles oh, planeswalkers. Yeah, just um, permanent. Yeah. And mm. um and, and the the weird thing too is if I have Gideon Allies car out, how often do you lose a game while you control Gideon Allies car
0: Yeah, I mean if you can hold on to it, you're usually doing a lot of damage.
1: Yeah, or you're making tokens and like you're building board advantage. Like You generally don't lose if you have a Gideon, anyways. Uh, Your opponent
0: often kills it before they...
1: Yeah, and you can say any Planeswalker that's, like, good. Like, I don't often lose a game while I have a Chandra... Like, I don't lose a game with a Chandra on board, or with a Nahiri on board, or with an Obnixilus on board. So, generally, the play pattern that happens when Planeswalkers enter the battlefield is that they kill the Planeswalker before you anyways. There's definitely exceptions, right? Like, I'm on Mardu vehicles, I often just ignore... Uh, Chandra or ignore Sahelia if I can afford to. Oh, yeah. Um, and just try to kill them and get in the last couple of points. Hit but, um so Oh, that's the
0: worst when people get distracted by a planeswalker and they miss that they have lethal if they just attacked you with all of their creatures. Yeah, that's always funny. Oh, it's so sad. That's always funny. Yeah.
1: Um, so that's why I question actually how good the zero is in standard. Um, because oftentimes, like, planeswalkers automatically have this emblem where, like, you're not going to lose the game if your Planeswalker is out. They have to kill your Planeswalker first anyways. And then even if you do have this emblem, it's not, I don't think Gideon is that hard to kill. He's not really protecting himself in a great fashion. He's not a great clock. Um, He's just gonna kind of sit there and eventually die. And then the emblem's no good. So while Gideon Ally of Zendikar is in standard, I would play Gideon Ally of Zendikar over Gideon of the Trials. Um, But I do think that Gideon of the Trials is a better fit for a control deck than uh, Ally of Zendikar is um, because he's cheaper, so he comes down a turn earlier. Yeah. Um, and on turn three, they usually only have like, you know, one or two threats out, um, so his plus one becomes more relevant. And once you can build g- uh, board control, then this becomes a-, a pain because once you have board control, if you feel comfortable, if they don't have like grasp, uh, then you can start attacking. And then they need to somehow kill Gideon while also dealing with the fact that, like, you're a control deck. And then, if they manage to do that, they then still have to kill you. So it's kind of a pain to do. Um, but, same thing with any other Planeswalker, right? Like, if, if I have an obnyxilus out, uh, and I'm drawing a card every turn, uh, and my opponent, like, I have control of the board, they're probably not going to win. Um, yeah. regardless so I don't know I, don't, I question how good Gideon is in standard what do you think?
0: I, I kind of agree I mean I, I really liked the idea of playing it in a control deck because that's the deck where you can protect it and have control of the board and the plus one of fogging one creature could be you know they could just have one creature um and it's a permanent right so you could fog their um their heart
1: yep you could fog, uh, sorry, you could fog their Gideon ally of Zendikar
0: yeah so so in a control deck this you seems you just
1: fog their Gideon of the trials <laughs>
0: In a control deck, this seems fairly easy to protect, especially if you have some counter magic so that you can swing with this without fear of a grasp. And and not being able to lose is like the ultimate dirtle because sometimes control decks just need some time to to kill you. But um, yeah. But when I think about what's scary on the non-control deck side, you mentioned ob. Like
1: I just think if too, they and- tick
0: up an ob it's so annoying you're like all right i'm gonna play this huge creature and then they just minus three and i spent you know like six mana and it's worthless and they still keep their planeswalker like it's very intimidating and they just have this continuous card draw it's so much value but in
1: standard like if you have a gideon and you said it's really good to dirtle because they can't kill you like why can't they kill you if they're in a position to kill you let's say you don't have gideon and they're in a position to kill you now let's say you have gideon and they're in the same position they they're just gonna s- kill Gideon. Yeah. And they're gonna true. kill you. Um, additionally, like, they there's Plains re- planeswalker removal in standard, right? We have uh, we'll see if they print any more. Heroes Downfall would be, I think, a flavorful, <laughs> inappropriate reprint. It would be great reprint. Right now though, we have the white enchantment that excels planeswalkers. So I, I don't I don't know. I don't really love it for Not standard. Sold. Where yeah. I think it actually stands a chance though, is in modern. Um, because it's cheap? It's cheap. There's much less Planeswalker removal as long as you don't turn Gideon into a creature and open him to path if they're playing a path deck. Um, it does open itself because it's 3 mana to Abrupt Decay so you gotta watch out for that. He might be, end up being a cyborg card instead. But in a deck like Blue-White Control, the ability to go turn 3 Gideon, make an emblem turn 4 Supreme Verdict that's a that's something that's hard to come back from. Like there mm. are decks that just would, would not be able to beat that. Um, and I don't know that this is like a one or two of main board card, or this is just like in the board for like ad nauseum um, or, you know, decks that have a really hard time dealing with it, but it does feel very strong against a subset of modern decks. If it's played in a, you know, blue, white X control deck. Uh, so blue, white or Esper probably.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I, I do think it's, it's kind of sad that both the Gideons are in standard. Cause I think we could be more excited about this if we didn't still have Gideon his Undercar.
1: Like, if we don't have Gideon, Ally of Zendikar, my evaluation of this card doesn't change. And Um, we don't have grass. And I would just end up comparing it. Yeah, we don't have grass. So, evaluation changes slightly. Um, But, like, if I'm looking to play a Planeswalker, I'm just going to play Chandra. Like, Chandra and Ahiri (sighs) are both good. And, like, Gideon of the Trials, um, I think, is a little bit overhyped. And we could be wrong. Maybe Gideon of the Trials is the next, you know, four of in every deck and (laughs) becomes unstoppable. Uh, But, like, its ability to protect itself is mediocre. Um, it's emblem, I think is kind of unnecessary that can't lose the game one and turning into a four, four soldier, I think is not really like awesome.
0: Yeah. Totally fascinating though. Cheap is,
1: is what is is interesting though. The fact that it's three mana might make it good enough.
0: Yeah. All right. So, uh, moving on to our next mythic of the day, combat celebrant. This is Is red two. Yeah. Why is this a mythic? I think that's a mythic. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Why is
1: Ugh. (laughs) fine go ahead read it
0: all right so red two for four one human mythic
1: opening this and be like i open a mythic and then you look and oh it dies to the you know colorless artifact that everyone in standard plays oh that's a disappointing open
0: (laughs) yeah so it's a four one so it dies to ballista Mm -hmm. pretty easily but if it hasn't been exerted this turn you may exert it as it attacks when you do untap all other creatures you control and after this phase, there is an additional combat phase.
1: Yeah, I, I don't like this. I think that if it had haste, it becomes much better uh, because it gives mono red decks a chance to go, like, play this, attack, attack again, and you're dead. Uh, without haste, like... And even then, even then you'd be reaching because walking ballista is, like, a very prevalent threat, right? Um, so...
0: What if it had two toughness?
1: Then it, I think it becomes better. I don't know if it's good enough. <laughs> like, a 4-2 is still... A 4-2 that doesn't attack on the turn it comes down is still a little sketchy. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised this isn't mythic. Uh, I, I will be honest. Um, if there's a creature that attacks and blinks another creature when it attacks, like, you get infinite combat. So maybe, like, Commander wants this.
0: Huh.
1: I don't know if that card exists, because I know nothing about Commander. <laughs> Except, I do know you have Commanders, uh, and they are in the command zone.
0: That's, that's informative. Mm-hmm. Um, well... So I I think this could be cool in limited. It's probably a one time two combats in a turn. Um, yeah, but there it's going to die to everything. Yeah, but there aren't ballistas running around in limited, so it will probably. How get do you in that know? Swipe. Have
1: you played Almancat limited?
0: Well, I haven't spoiled another ballista yet. Reprint so.
1: walking ballista.
0: Yeah, because it, it makes sense. It
1: followed the gate watch to Almancat, <laughs> pinging everything as it went.
0: <laughs> um, I mean. You know, in theory, I really like this card. I, I Really? Yeah, well, I think the idea that you could have two combat phases in one turn is like...
1: Oh, you like Lightning Runner, too, I thought time. it
0: was so cool. You like all
1: these bad cards that give you extra combats.
0: I know. Well, you know, I've never gotten to do it, and I've never seen anyone do it, and it doesn't seem like it's very good, but... but like, it's
1: also a win more. Like, if you are in a position to want a second is, combat, that the combat is going to be really profitable right, you'll for just you. probably
0: win the next then turn. Then you're going to win anyways, right? Yeah. Like,
1: in, in the case where... Uh, Like you're behind you don't want to really be attacking necessarily Sometimes you do but like you don't want to do two combats. So yeah, this cards. I think just like pretty poor uh, On any metric. So next we have some split cards to take you through Uh, We've got insult to injury Uh, Insult is the front side. It's red to sorcery Damage can't be prevented this turn if a source you control would deal damage this turn it deals double that damage instead and I that's... That's... Good. Like,
0: already, that's this card fun. is blowing my mind. And then
1: Injury is red too, Sorcery. Uh, it has Aftermath, and it deals 2 damage to target creature and 2 damage to target player.
0: Also good. But this, Insult I, is, like...
1: This... This is... Uh, this is really good.
0: Yeah. This is awesome. And they can't prevent the damage?
1: No. <laughs> like, I think this is nuts. Like, if you're in an aggro deck, oh, uh, no. or a mid-range deck with red, like... This is going to lead to combats being really profitable. This leads to, like, Chandra takes up and deals four. Chandra takes down and deals eight. Um, There's so... It's just so powerful. Like, you can uh, fling a middlework colossus and kill them.
0: Yeah. And just to confirm, so it says if a source you control would deal damage, it instead deals double. Mm-hmm. So that mean any source that yes. you have? So if you have a board full of creatures and they all attack, it's almost like they all have double their power. Yes. I mean, that's just... This is like...
1: Creatures you control get plus X, plus O, and then spells you cast deal twice as much damage, and yeah. planeswalkers do... For
0: three, this yeah. is really cheap, um, and I, they can't prevent damage. Yeah. Like, I like I it. think this is quite good.
1: I like it. Uh, I think we'll probably see this in standard, and this will be a yeah. pain. Yeah. It'll be like, you feel like you're in a decent position, and then this is the card that their, your opponent's going to be hoping to top deck yeah. to like make you know get through like even just two or three more points to get the kill
0: i absolutely think this goes in the red aggro deck because that's one thing that like aggro decks often struggle with is the end game right they they get in early damage they bring you down really low but then they can't get over the top they Mm -hmm. don't have the big creatures and this first of all can give them maybe that last big swing a little bit more oomph just enough to get through and if not they still have the aftermath to deal another two to four damage depending if they cast it all at once
1: yeah um and then like this isn't even card disadvantage because then after you use it, uh, like profitable stuff is probably gonna happen for you anyways. Um, you know, and I think I do think this goes really well with Chandra. Like this turn, like Chandra can kill a virtuous Gearhulk, <laughs> right? Like that's really strong. Um, but then you can cast Aftermath uh, Injury from your graveyard and you get to kill a creature and then also deal two to them. Yeah. Um, like I like it. Like a lot of the creatures in Standard right now have two toughness. Rogue Refiner has two toughness. Uh, Toolcraft has one. Um, walking Ballista often has you know one or two. Um, yeah. There's a lot. This just picks off scrap. He picks off a lot of different threats and will deal two to them. So I think that uh, I, I like this card a lot.
0: Yeah, I'm stoked about this. Totally makes sense at rare. I think what we're seeing is I think all of the aftermath cards are rare because we have three more coming up today. They're all rare. I think it might have to do with the complexity of complexity, the mechanic. Maybe. Yeah, but we've had
1: aftermath cards that are not rare.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: we had yesterday. Uh, we had oh yeah we have the uncommon sure yeah so i don't know all right uh especially like our next card is is terrible rags (laughs) rags to riches
0: great name though i have to say all these yeah there's a picture of like a
1: poor like bony cat and then the cat becomes like a king apparently if you like
0: cats this set is for you yeah this
1: set's clearly for you if you're a cat person I'm allergic, so not 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 set for me. Not for you. Uh, so rags is black black two. All creatures get minus two minus two until end of turn. Why would you play?
0: Yeah, Ugh. just play, and then riches um, is
1: blue blue five sorcery aftermath. Each opponent chooses a creature.
0: You gain control and you, of yeah, those. Creatures. Like that's so re- underwhelming yeah. for seven, seven mana. That's like so if expensive. I want to wipe
1: the board, right? Then I will play Yehenny's expertise or flying tendrils. Right. If I want to take a creature, I will play confiscation coup. These these two cards are both terrible by themselves, and together they in no way compensate for their terribleness. <laughs> for the
0: other's flaw.
1: Correct. Yeah. What's our next split card? Uh,
0: wait. Sorry. Just quick. Do you see a home for this in no. Okay. Yeah.
1: I, oh, I I didn't matter. Do I see a home for this anywhere? No. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, uh. Okay. Let me hold on. In limited, minus two minus two is like sometimes. Questionably play. I might not mainboard this, honestly.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think I would mainboard it, but if, if my opponent deck, has, has nest of scarabs, of... or oh, they have... Oh, a...
1: the nest of... You're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I you know what your nest of scarabs can't You're All your big, rags. like, flag... They can't be rags. Your and scarabs some, are dressed in rags. Yeah, throw some rags at them, knock them out. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. you can bring them to the swatter.
0: Oh. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. Yeah, so maybe if they have nest of scarabs and they have a lot of two toughness, but... Okay. All right. Awesome. Don't play it. Don't play it. Yeah.
1: I'm. Uh, there's some really like feel bad cards to open at rare in this set. I guess there are in every set, but yeah. Well, you know, hopefully you open this in
0: like Yuck. a really good monument or something.
1: Sure. At uncommon,
0: sure. yeah. Sure. All right. So uh, the next is yeah. The commons and
1: uncommons have been pretty good so far.
0: Yeah. Definitely. All right. We have cut to ribbons. So cut is red one at sorcery. Cut deals four damage to target creature. Mm-hmm. So not flexible, but four damage. Kind of a lot. Ribbons is black, black, X. Aftermath, each opponent loses X life.
1: I I could see this maybe getting played in like red, black control. Like red, black control or mid-range. But honestly, like cut is just worse than most of the removal we have right now. Mostly because it's a sorcery. Yeah. If this was an instant, it gets much, much better. Um, but like... Harness Lightning, I, I would take 3 damage at instant speed over 4 damage at sorcery. And often Harness Lightning can do a little more. We have yeah. Brass, a we lot have Push. More. Yeah, like, so I don't love Cut. Um, and then Ribbons is, like, a nice right. way for a control deck to, like, in the late game drain a bunch. But I don't, I just don't think it's enough. I don't think that, the, like, either side of this card is great by itself. And together, I don't think they still give you enough flexibility to be good.
0: Yeah, I, I agree that this doesn't make it into standard because we just have better removal and the upside of the extra draining is not enough i think in limited this is great yeah in limited it's really good
1: it's just a removal spell and then also a way to sink your mana yeah mana
0: sink and that's like yeah especially if we're gonna have like
1: a mana sink that probably wins you the game on the spot honestly so uh, yeah i think it's a a great mana sink
0: yeah so pick it up in limited and um try to trade it to your friends who don't know a lot about constructed
1: that would be a really mean thing to do i would never never (laughs) endorse taking such terrible terrible action just to be clear uh our next split card is mouth to feed <laughs> that, that's that's fun to say good. i got mouths to feed kids
0: yeah. And uh what what is the mouth? Well,
1: you can pay green and two and make a three three hippo. Oh it's I'm so hungry. Have, hungry have,
0: hungry hippo. It is,
1: it's a mouth to feed and it's a hippo. It's a hungry hippo. Oh my gosh,
0: amazing. This
1: this has some fun creatures. I types. really I hope that their
0: playtest name for
1: this was like Hungry Hungry hippo. Hungry Hippos. It yeah. could have been. It, That's really cool. Yeah. I kinda of wanna ask them that. So it makes a hungry hungry hippo. And then feed is green three. Draw a card for each creature you control with power three or greater.
0: Classic green card draw.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the front side mouth, good and limited. Three for a three-three is fine. Yeah. Um, feed, also good and limited. Uh, but we've never seen these effects really jump over to standard. The whole, like, no. draw cards for ferocious or, like, yeah. Uh, draw cards for each creature you control with some power like none of those ever quite make it over there Like if you are in a spot where you have enough creatures that are big to make this good You're probably, you're probably winning, the winning. Game. Yeah, Yeah, and you, you don't really need that. But I do like this card limited the front side is good. The back side is like all upside. So why not?
0: Yeah, our next card is just a vanilla green four for a 5-5. Five five. It's Colossipede Colossipede, all right, yo. It's just a giant it's an
1: centipede. This is great. It's five mana 5-5 five five.
0: Yeah, just really really solid. This is like your classic on curve, really good green. Totally.
1: I would play this. It's a common. I like it.
0: (gasps) We have a green flash. Oh, look at this. This is green two. It's
1: not too flashy, though, I must say.
0: Wrong. It has flash. Wrong.
1: Wrong. Wrong.
0: Green two for a 3 2 flash cat. I like this. This is like a sneaky block.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it really is just a. Because otherwise, what are you flashing it in for? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean. I Anything like with flash, flash is good. Stuff with flash like if is good. you
0: on cycling, you on I flash. wish it had
1: cycling. Cycling would make this card better, you know? Yeah. No, I, I like it. It's nice. It's not I mean, like the my two favorite. Toughness two toughness gonna die is pretty to everything. bad.
0: But that's why it has flash. Like, this is, you flash it in, three, it's probably going to trade with a lot of things.
1: Okay. Pouncing Cheetah, huh? Okay. okay, I
0: didn't read the name. Yeah, that is the name, Pouncing Cheetah. Is the, yeah.
1: Cool. All right. Well, our final card of the night is is a weird one. Uh, this is called As Foretold, and it costs blue two. It's an enchantment. Uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, put a time counter on As Foretold. Is this been returning key? Time counters? Is it, is it returning?
0: Why, why don't you finish reading the card? <laughs>
1: okay. yeah. The second clause here is really what make, brings the whole card together, I must say. Uh, once each turn, you may pay zero Rather than pay the mana cost for a spell you cast with converted mana cost X or less, note that says X or less, so it's not brain in the Jar. Where X is the number of time counters on as for tolls.
0: Right. So every turn you have to put a counter on it and uh, you can just cast more and more expensive creatures. But you can still cast Wait, sorry, or not creatures. just creatures Anything. or non creatures. Anything. Um, at any at any mana cost that or lower.
1: This is uh, this is the kind of card that people are going to test in a lot of decks because on the surface this is like i mean it's letting you cast stuff for free every turn on your turn and your opponent's turn that's really really strong um but in practice we just have to see if going down a card and doing nothing on turn three and then slowly you know building up the counters on this to cast stuff for free over the course of the game and and kind of buying back tempo is sufficient uh to make it worth playing
0: I, I think it really could be. I'm even thinking, so turn three, you tap out, you play this. Turn four, it gets its first counter. You tap out and play something. On their turn, they play some threat and they're trying to swing at you. You play a free Fatal Push.
1: But Fatal Push costs one already. I know, but... Like, it's... It, so, like, at first, it's not even doing that much work for you.
0: Well, in standard, yeah. In standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I think in Modern, we, we're kind of obligated to mention that this lets you cast Ancestral Vision. Where you get to go... Without turn- suspending it. Yeah, you just straight cast it and draw three cards. It's just Ancestral Recall. Um,
0: oh, that's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's So, like,
1: that's re- that's really good. Um, being able to go Ancestral Vision, and then, like, the next turn, so like, Serum Visions or Push or Bolt or any of the cards in Grixis. Then the turn after that, you know, two mana, you can uh, mana leak something if you need to or whatever. Uh, and then, you know, two turns later, you get to hold up Cryptic for zero every turn. Uh, wow. is pretty good that's horrible. it's pretty good you get snap to snap like,
0: and snap back the thing yeah for free. and that's
1: the, the the coolest thing about this is it allows a control deck like esper or grixis to deploy a threat and then not have to worry about holding up uh, removal or counter magic yeah um, because it becomes free so i think that as we're told has a lot of potential if people can find the right build for it um, the, the or less is super important. If this was an oh, this yeah. card, it was trash. Oh, totally. Um, but because it's or less, it means that for the rest of the game, you just every turn, after you go past you know, three or four, every turn you're always going to be able to cast every spell in your hand for free whenever you want.
0: Yeah. So then I think the other thing that's really key is like the reason why this is especially good in a control deck is you're gonna want a lot of cards right otherwise casting things for free you know in the late game if you're playing like a tempo deck and you're playing your threats every turn turn five you're like out of stuff to play yeah so you can afford to play every threat that you draw because you just have mana yeah so so i think this is really only good in a i mean not really only good but it's especially good in a deck that has the ability to draw more cards than its opponent because It can draw more cards and it can play those cards a lot faster
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um yeah i think it it wants to be in a deck with counter spells so you get the free spell on your opponent's turn plus the free spell on your turn so it's kind of weird because you kind of want to be like proactive and reactive where you wanted to place because you get the most out of it you want to be casting spells on your turn and your opponent's turn right so it feels like you want to play like um, oh yeah like
0: the grixis control deck that we had in standard not too long ago was sort of a tap out control deck, but it had some.
1: Had a couple counter spells. Yeah. Not a ton because like it was running Jace's Prodigy, which wants to be proactive. Right. Um, but like you know, you might run like a One of Selimgar's Command or something. Um, but I, yeah, so in standard, we'll have to see what kind of control deck emerges because we're, we're I don't think we're close enough. Um, like we haven't seen enough cards to determine whether control is viable. Yeah. Uh, if it is, depending on the shell, as for Told, could be really good or not. But I would look to see if this can be played in modern, uh, because in modern this feels like it has the potential to be pretty strong.
0: Yeah. Now uh, this won't be relevant for a lot of people, but if you pay zero to cast a card using this on the stack, does that card have zero mana cost? Like no, it's a normal mana cost. Ah, so I I couldn't just like spell queller a five mana spell? No, definitely (laughs) not. Definitely not. It's uh, what you're
1: doing is you're paying an alternative cost. Um, so, uh, you're not, it doesn't change the converted mana cost of the card. It doesn't say that, like, cards in your, once per turn, like, the first spell you cast has a converted mana cost of zero, and you may pay zero to cast it, right? Like, you're just paying an alternate casting cost for it. So you have to be careful, because if you cast, like, Pact of Negation, um, and you cast it by replacing its cost of zero with the zero from As Foretold, you're still going to die on your next upkeep if you don't pay Blue-Blue 3. okay. So, just, just a fun little note. (laughs) Um, yeah, so I, I kind of, I, I want to try this in either Rixus or Esper and we'll, we'll see, but yeah. it's, Ho- it's hopefully... a, definitely a really cool card, really cool design. Oh, it's super cool. And I like that they're trying to get this like spell Ether Vial type thing going, uh, where, cause Ether Vial has been, you know, pretty powerful in a couple of decks in Modern and we don't really, Brain in the Jar was kind of a flop, especially since they've changed the mana Manicost rule on split cards. Right. So as we're told, could be a good, uh, alternative to that.
0: Yeah. I really like recently this cycle of like enchantments and artifacts that are are playing with the way that we play spells. Like we had the, not, not necessarily the way we play spells, but sort of. Making you question whether or not it's worth taking a turn off to lay it down for a later value, right? So Panharmonicon was one of those cards. People were really excited about it, wondering if you can build around it, whether it's worth taking off turn four for the value yep. you'll get later. As for
1: Summonings, There are a lot of a lot of these cards.
0: Yeah, I think they're just really interesting because um, you know, the tempo of losing that turn and the mana to like not do anything you have to really like think you can survive to late game and that the benefit's going to be Definitely. just that good.
1: One other note on this in standard is that uh if you think back to Oath of the Gatewatch um <laughs> <laughs> which you know was supposed to rotate uh surge, which wants you to cast multiple spells, this makes surge a lot easier to cast. Oh. So like, you know. I don't
0: remember surge. Cards. Yeah. So th- there's still standard legal. Yeah, oh, yeah,
1: like Goblin Bushwhacker, right? Um has has surge, uh, but I'm thinking of like what is the card called the blue red one that whenever you cast a second spell draw a card it's oh, a creature no, no. it's like it's, a one four or one three
0: no it's isn't it green you're blue of rashmi. it's rashmi oh. you're
1: thinking of rashmi rashmi is the first I spell am thinking you cast of so if you were play team or you play rashmi and you play the blue red one and you play as we're told that it becomes super easy to turn all these things on and draw all the cards and that's not actually like a real thing that you can do in standard but
0: right because those creatures just aren't good enough by mm, themselves
1: because uh, you can either play it two mana four four with flying vigilance, or you can pay a four mana two three. That if it lives and you cast a spell, you, you get could to get benefit a permanent the next turn.
0: Yeah, yeah, not gonna cut it. So I think that's about it for this evening.
1: Yeah, that looks like all of our spoilers for today. Some
0: really exciting cards today.
1: Yep, pretty pretty fun to try to evaluate these kinds of bizarre. As foretold, this new design on Gideon. Yeah, this, and I, I do think that the set looks like it's a lot going to be a lot of fun to play in Limited as well. Uh, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing more of the kind of future standard staples get spoiled so we can start to piece together what the constructed format is going to look like. Yeah. So we'll be back here tomorrow with uh, another batch of spoilers. Uh, as always, thanks to our sponsors, Flipside Gaming and New England Comics. Uh, you can find them on FlipsideGaming.com and NEC Coolidge on Facebook um and that's about it so i'm ryan
0: i'm katie and this is spoiler Spoiler season. season